from San Diego, California, it's the Frug Life Podcast with your host, Ricky Hershey. Welcome to the Frug Life. As you may know, Roth IRA is my most popular episode on this platform by far. And so I have a continuation of that series today. Today, we are going to talk about health savings accounts, HSAs. So we may go a little bit into insurance, health insurance for this episode too, because this idea closely ties in. If you have a high deductible insurance plan, you may be eligible for a health savings account. Now, I don't want this episode all about healthcare, but a high deductible plan means you have to pay more out of pocket at first before your insurance kicks in. For example, if you have a $5,000 deductible, your insurance pretty much pays nothing until you hit that deductible. And it all has to be in one year. Now I say pretty much nothing, but oftentimes your insurance will pay for some preventative care, like an annual checkup or something like that. At least that's my experience. Now once you spend $5,000 in our hypothetical example in one year, the rest of the year you pay according to an agreement with your healthcare provider. Uh, for example, one possible agreement might be they pay 80% and you pay 20%. And it continues like that until you hit your out-of-pocket maximum for the year. Or in other words, the maximum that you can pay in a given year. Now, let's get back to the HSA. Your contributions to the account are tax deductions. These payments to your HSA will lower your taxable income. You can invest within your HSA as well. And all of the gains, all the interest, everything you get is tax exempt as long as you use the funds in the HSA for authorized medical purposes. So this is in many ways a pretty awesome deal, right? You get tax deductions today and you get to avoid taxes in the future as well. If you remember with the difference between a Roth 401k, traditional 401k, with the traditional you get a deduction now, with the Roth you get to avoid taxes in the future, with an HSA you get the best of both worlds. Now there are limits to the HSA, right? First you have to be in a high deductible plan, two you can only contribute up to $3,000 a year is my understanding. Oops, I mean 3550 unless you're older than 55. And that means you can contribute an extra $1,000 a year. And also, I think it needs to be offered by your work. At least that's how I have signed up in the past. So when I sign up for healthcare at work, I also get the option to sign up for an HSA. There are some other options that are kind of similar to an HSA, like a flexible spending account, but it's kind of different. You can't invest the money in a flexible spending account. You have limits to rolling it over. You typically cannot have a health savings account and a flexible spending account, but the money you contribute to your flexible savings account will still lower your taxable income. And there's some other accounts and stuff that is kind of similar as well. But the HSA is kind of the best in general. Now, your employer may make additional contributions to some of these benefits, right? They may match some of the benefits. So if that's the case, a different option might be best. For example, your employer might totally fund your flexible savings account for you, in which case that is awesome. Take advantage of that. So next, 
Why should you consider a high deductible plan and an HSA? I mean, of course, you could get a lower deductible plan and potentially spend less on healthcare. And so that kind of depends what type of healthcare plan you get, kind of depends on how much money you expect to pay on healthcare in a year. For example, if you get a lower deductible plan and then you end up not spending much on healthcare, and you don't even meet the deductible amount, all of that extra money you spent on premiums is kind of gone to waste, right? Because a lower deductible plan, of course, will have a higher monthly premium or, you know, higher monthly fee that you have to pay. So instead, if you don't expect to spend much on healthcare, you could get a high deductible plan, and instead of paying a higher premium, you pay that difference in premium between the low deductible plan and the high deductible plan, you contribute that to your health savings account. You still have the same out-of-pocket cash cost, but the difference is you get to keep the money that you put in that HSA, and you may be able to invest it. So if you expect not to need many services, the HSA and high deductible plan may be the way to go. Now, if you do expect to spend a lot on healthcare, you probably just want to get a different plan. I do want to share one more healthcare tip with you. And that is, if you want to be very, very financially sound, your healthcare plan has an out-of-pocket maximum. And maybe it's $10,000. And I think it's potentially financially prudent for you to be able to access that kind of money should you need it. This basically means that no matter what happens to you, if something catastrophic were to happen to you, you could still get medical attention and still be debt-free. So just something to consider as you're getting healthcare, the out-of-pocket maximum, in theory, is the amount of money you should be able to pay in a given year on healthcare. So you, you could have that money saved up. Now, there's one last thing I wanted to share about health savings accounts that I wish I knew before I started. And that is the fees. Be careful of the fees. I didn't know the fee for my particular health savings account with Fidelity was going to be about 24 bucks a year, which is kind of a lot. I mean, it's not a lot, but it kind of is. So if you're only going to contribute a small amount of money, it may not be worth it because that fee will kill any gains that you would have. You'd have to have really exceptional returns if you were to only contribute a little bit. So the more you contribute, though, the more that fee is spread out amongst your funds and less of an issue. Today's episode is brought to you by my coworker who asked me a question about signing up for healthcare. And so now I have this whole spiel to help him sign up for healthcare and pick the best option for him. Now, of course, this isn't financial advice or medical advice or anything, legal advice, anything like that. At break transition. I hope you enjoyed the ad break transition. I've been getting some feedback from various people that the ads and some of the transitions are too abrupt. I may have been looking at that person while I said that. At least one of them. All right. We'll have a great week and stay frugal.